Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus the Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Okay, we're back from vacation. Evan Jenkins and myself, welcome to the Five Star Zone. And uh, Evan, a couple of things happened since we've been uh, apart from each other. One, name, image, and likeness kicked in. And um, what you saw was exactly what I thought was going to happen. Everybody thought, oh my goodness. Alabama is just going to be a rush to scoop up every high school athlete. And it's going to be all the boosters in the bag, man. It's going to be the greatest day for them. And it wasn't. Yeah. Raise your hand. Okay. If if you looked up and said, hmm, Evan, if I said who would capitalize the most on the first day of ain't name, image, and likeness, who would you have said? Within all of college sports? All of college sports. <sighs> Bama's next QB or running back? Or maybe Notre Dame's quarterback? Would the names Hannah and oh, Haley yes. the Fresno have popped State? into your head? Is it- no. Yeah. Hannah, Haley, Cavender. Yeah, the twins? Twins. Fresno State basketball. Yeah, I was silly for not mentioning that because I thought... They were the ones to benefit the most based on a, their Instagram having hundreds of thousands of followers and what do influencers want, you know, they want to get their product in front of hundreds of thousands of people they, that are that age that follow along with it. They flew the twins out to Madison, I mean, uh, to uh, Times Square. They signed a deal with Boost Mobile. They signed a deal with like some, uh, like some, some gym uh, powder protein drink, like, Type oh, of thing. All those weight 
yeah. enhancements or whatever. Yeah, to they make signed a nice better. Basically, each walked away with six hundred thousand dollars first day. They made one point two million total. You know, and, and rightfully so. I mean, the, <laughs> they have the most to benefit. Right, and and we'll get to that in a second. But do you know who then said the hold my beer moment was? I can top that. No. Wasn't the Alabama QB. No. Wasn't the point guard for Duke basketball. Hersey Miller. Hersey with an H. Master P's kid. Yes. He's headed to Tennessee State and HBCU. He inks a $2 million deal. Isn't that crazy? So, I guess the thing is, when everybody thought that college sports were going to come to an end and come to a halt because only the rich are going to get richer, yeah, probably the only Power 5 school who's really capitalized on this has been Miami. And Miami's it's promised. one dude is going to give them all money. Yeah, my, yeah, one guy's going to give everybody like six a, grand, I six think. Six grand. And then you, you got uh, Derek King. He capitalized on it, and he came out with some money. But it wasn't as big a deal as those, the two people or the three people I just named. It's random. Social influencers are going to make a ton of money. Yes. I guess when, when it's finally legal, the uh, the gymnast from LSU is probably going to bank break the bank down in uh, Louisiana once they finally get their law intact. It's not what everybody thought. It's not the end of college sports. It's actually, I think, a new pathway because now athletes can do what everybody else in this country can do. If you have an idea, if you have a brand, if you have something that no one else has, you can monetize it. You can make money off of it. Yeah. That's that's the American way. It's the same thing as elementary school kids playing their video games on Twitch and making money that way. You know what I'm saying? They're just branding what, what they enjoy. And guess what? Other people enjoy it, too. So they watch it. But what I noticed the most out of the NIL was we got cameo accounts of these players. You know what I mean? That's what it seemed like. That was the biggest thing that they went to. You saw a lot saying slide into my DMs if you have offers. Mm -hmm. I think I saw some videos where people paid to have them promote their podcasts. Mm -hmm. And and, and that's what you're going to get. I mean, especially during a dead time during the season, there isn't one huge college athlete that people are drooling over. Is there? No. No, no. Not until sports start back up with college football really revving up. Then I think you'll see some stuff happen. I don't think you see it. There's not a special athlete out there. I think the last one may have been Trevor Lawrence. Was just that athlete that transcended it all. Yeah. But what you will see are hey, a, a lot of these young ladies are going to capitalize on the sport that they play in, and and let's be honest, their looks. Because when you look at the Cavender twins. They play for Fresno State. Yeah, but they're very, very attractive. And right. they know exactly what, what they're doing. So you know what? It's it's, it's... More power to them. I, I applaud them. Right. Because that's what they were building for after college. Mm-hmm. It just so happens they get to take advantage of it so, a yeah. little bit beforehand. It's no if, different than... If they don't than, make the WNBA, if they don't go overseas and play, those two could probably become models. It's no different than, like, when I went to Specs Howard, right? And if I would have got a job in radio while I was there, of course I was taking that job in radio. I wasn't going to quit school. I was going to finish it. But that's why you went to that school was to do that, right? Right. And a lot of these these athletes are in communications or marketing or whatever it might be, and that's a perfect way to get your foot in the door with a big, big corporation when you're already, you know, are doing something with your life playing college athletics. And 
And we know, I mean, I don't know what a WNBA player makes. I, I assume it's not as much as working for a Fortune 500 company. No, but and it, it's not. I mean, I think they're, they're starting to get their wages up to like six figures. Sure, but, but you can make a lot in the workplace. Right, but using they're, your degree they're, and, they're capitalizing on, let's face it, their looks. Yeah, like those girls want to make that in the WNBA. No. Not but, at all. But now they, they can because people want to go and they got millions of of Instagram followers, so you know, good for them. But and like uh, uh, um, Paige Beckers, what well, they call her Paige Buckets, the point guard from from uh, UConn. She may end up being the high, most highest paid athletes right now. She is the most special athlete in college sports, and she's a true freshman. And, and our coach told her, he's like, "Hey, you know what's going to cause all your endorsements to dry up?" And she was like, "Yeah, if I don't perform on the court, yeah, you don't perform on the court, nobody wants to see you." So I, I say all this to say I, the hand wringing that went on. Oh, this is the de- amateurism, and they should do it for the love of the game. I really hate when people take their bucket list. Like, I wish I could have played college sports. I would have done it for free. Well, you know what? No, you wouldn't. Because if you had the opportunity and you could monetize it, you would. Most of these guys, most of these girls will make maybe five, six thousand dollars in their entire collegiate career. Most of them will be, you know, on cameo. Hey, Evan. Yeah. 30 bucks. Happy birthday to you. You know, happy birthday, granddad. Your grandson loves you and he's wishing you the best and hope you get out the hospital soon. That's what most of them are going to do. Or uh, a couple autograph signings or they run a couple camps. Before the season, during the season, after the season. And and maybe you show up to the bookstore or something or or the dairy and you wear their t shirt. But it's also like Barstool, like what they're doing. I don't think they're necessarily paying them. They're just having their athletes wear that clothing. You know what I mean? Right. It, and it's great for companies to get their names out there. Like, maybe we sponsor an I athlete. I thought about it. I mean, maybe we get somebody to sponsor this show. Marcus Bingham. Seems like he has a good a- attitude yeah. to him. Yeah, get Marcus Bingham to sponsor this podcast. Get so. some super long tees for him, and we'll be good. Yeah, five-star zone. Marcus Bingham. Hey, listen to the five-star zone. But that's where these college kids are going to make money. It's going to be local stuff like that, and it's exactly what we had talked about before. And I like it. I really do. I can't wait until college football kicks off, and there's going to be that Heisman candidate that's kind of a dark horse you don't know about. That kid. I want to see what that kid does with it. I also want to see what that that little girl that just won the spelling bee can dribble all those. When she goes to college, she's about to be paid. Yeah. Now, the, I guess the funny thing is, is, is if you're in high school, can you start making and money? And that's what I was going to ask you, because, like, that girl is a prime example who's, I think, in middle school, but holds Guinness World Records for dribbling basketball. She's on Good Morning America. She's the spelling bee champ. It just so happens to be the first ever African-American spelling bee champ. Like, everything is le- just laid out for her, mm-hmm. and I hope that she can take advantage of it. Because that's what this is made for, are kids like that, that are so beyond special but can't benefit because they're 18 years old. Right, and and the people, for those naysayers, the thing that gets me is the people who are benefiting are just a bunch of rich people who are capitalizing. They're, they're making all the money off the backs of every player out there, and they're saying, well, we're giving you a scholarship, and that's – that's not the same. You're signing a billion dollar deal, B billion with a B, 
and you're, oh, we'll give you a scholarship. Dude, that's nothing. And and you know what? For 90% of the players, that probably does work, right? But then there's that 10% that's making you so much right, but money it's, it's like, year after year. It's like having a $10,000 check at a restaurant and you tipping your waiter a couple bucks. Yeah, and, I mean, think about how many years that, that jersey of the year would change, whether it was, you know, 18 for Connor Cook or 24 for Le'Veon Bell or, you know what I'm saying, Kirk yeah. Cousins 8. And it's like, we know who wears that number. Right. If anything, if you wanted to get around it, you just put the year number on there. I mean, you could know you imagine I mean? the number 5 for Michigan State basketball jersey? Oh, my you goodness. Put Winston Cassius? on the back. Yeah. yeah. He would have. You could have put Miles Bridges on the back. You could have put a lot of people's. Is, will the NCAA benefit off that? Will they start doing that? That's one thing well, I don't know. <clears throat> no, here's the thing. You can't like, – it, it's more so if they put the player's name, then they got to cut the player a piece of the check. Right. The player they cannot – you, you, you can't use Michigan State in your endorsement. Yeah, but I was wondering – You can't like go the, on campus and shoot uh, something in front of the big house. So the school can't benefit off of you. You can't use the school, school property. You can't – that's why, like, you can use the colors – you can have a green and white whatever if you're Michigan State or or blue and yellow, amazing blue, whatever. I think whatever. Aiden Hutchinson has a T-shirt that's kind right. of like a Michigan now, I uniform. Think, I think, like, somebody, I don't know if it was Aiden Hutchinson, somebody had an agreement with their school allowing them to use the school along with their jersey or T-shirt. Okay. It's, it's almost like a partnership you have to go into there. That's the gray area. That's but now here's the other, here's the other, the I guess the thing that nobody thought about, the fall from the fallout of this name, image, and likeness. What happened to all the people who got hit hard in the past because of this? Reggie Bush now has his Heisman back. He says, give me back all my records because what I did is now legal. The Fab Five are saying, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. If Reggie gets his Heisman back, what about us? You took you took down the banners because we took money. Yes, we're finally admitting it. We took money, but it's legal now. And now Ohio State is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. What about us? You took away all our titles and scrubbed us because we got the tattoos. Remember Tattoo Gate where – you know, I, th- I think they it was uh, Terrell Pryor. jerseys for tattoos or the little gold And they gold sold pants. the gold pants for tattoos. They're, you're going to see a lot of people now saying, wait a minute, you wiped us from the record books, put us back in there, give us back our banners, give us back our championships. We really did exist. And, and, and it's kind of funny because I don't think anybody thought that through, but it's the NCAA really doesn't have a leg to stand on. Like, you can't take the high moral ground. Well, you shouldn't have done it. Now, technically, yes. I know there's people listening to this saying it was illegal at that time. Times change. Yeah, if you're but the NCAA, what they did, what those two did, and not necessarily Ohio State, but they couldn't do that today. The school still couldn't give Reggie Bush's dad money. They still couldn't give no, no, Chris the school, money. No, no, the school couldn't give him money, but Rocket Mortgage could say, sure. hey, Reggie, We'll give you a house. Well, the reason, and if you your can- mom wants to live in that house, okay. The reason you can't reinstate it because then you're penalizing everybody that did it the right way. You are, but it's it's a ground that the NCAA. I just I don't think they want to fight this because I, I think if they don't say anything, it just goes away. We know Reggie won. No, it's, it's it's not. I mean, because you're seeing the same on a on a different level. 
everybody who's, who is in jail for selling marijuana is saying, wait a minute. Why am I in jail for this? And now Calvin Johnson can open up a store on 8 Mile and sell it, hold up a sign, put up billboard saying, buy your weed from me, but I'm in jail for selling weed. It's a, it's a loophole, and, that, and that's something that legally a lot of states are dealing with. Like, well, what do we do with the guys who really were small-time weed dealers? Mm-hmm. Do, do we let them out? Because technically, it's legal now. But we punished them. So I think you're going to see more and more people. And I think the NCAA, when they cave with Reggie Bush in like a day, it just, you know what, we're, we're not even going to fight this fight. Well, what did they say? They said if the Heisman Trust is willing to give you back your Heisman, then right. we'll recognize it. So they put it on them. They, they passed did. the they, buck. They went passing the buck and finally the Heisman, you know what, we're not doing this. So because, what, like all of SMU <clears throat> should go back, all those records? Yeah. SMU, SMU, uh, Eric Dickerson and Craig James and all those guys, they may get their stuff back. Because, I mean, it's it's one of those, does the NCAA really want to die on this hill? Well, and I guess, too, does, does it really matter, does it? No, it's it's just one of those things. It's kind of like the, uh, you know, it's like if, if the Olympics came out and told the 72 basketball team, you know what, you did win the game. Here's your gold medal. Yeah, well, it's satisfaction for them and their families. Doesn't change what happened. It is kind of bittersweet, too, because then you think about it. Like somebody like Matt Leiner that's there with Reggie Bush. Imagine how much money he would have gotten paid mm-hmm. just from being a, a good-looking guy who also wins a Heisman Trophy. You're telling me People Magazine wouldn't have paid a ton for photos of him and his girlfriend. or that That's the only thing that, that bothers me about it is somebody like that that who could have gotten paid just as much as Reggie, if not more, wasn't able to benefit because they were trying to do it the right way. And I said, that's the only thing that screws me up about it. Because think about, like, the Fab Five. You guys screwed it up for the other ten that were on that team that nobody will ever talk about. Right? They're not remembered because of this, and the only thing that's surrounding them is this. You know what I'm saying? Right. If one of those dudes that's at the end of the bench was like, yeah, I played on that team. I was on the Fab Five. And they're like, eh. You know what I mean? Their whole life they were told none of that counted. True, but I would say, um, oh, geez, who's the one guy that went on and became like the super agent and now he's part of the Lakers? Um, Oh, Palenka. Yeah, Palenka's thinking, I don't care. (laughs) Right. I'm I'm super rich. Yeah. I'm super influential. But, no, I I get what you're saying. But, yeah, they they may have to go back and reexamine the record books. And and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. doesn't. It's satisfaction. If the Fab Five can now look in their gym and look and see their banners from the Final Fours, they're happy. And if you ask me, (laughs) I wouldn't even want to look at them because it brings up such that horrible time. No, you want to look at them because in their mind, they made it there. Right. I I mean, it's like if all of a sudden you find out that, hey, Izzo did something wrong, so his eight Final Four banners and national championship have to come down, it's going to look empty up there. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. And what about, like, Louisville, who got their national title taken away? That Luke Cancock team, Peyton Siva. But I think that was more because Patino was kind of a dirtbag, right? Yeah, it was. That that was yeah, that, that yeah, they basically That wasn't paying players. No, that was just they had, all around. Yeah, just they they basically stuff. had hookers. Yeah. 
So that's not legal. So that I, that's not part of NIL. No, okay. I don't think. Hey, well, but because you want to see schools really benefit. Well, no, and schools said you can't uh, endorse anything sexual. So no, strip or that clubs. would hurt the brand. So you can't you can't have somebody no, stri- no strip clubs, weed, you alcohol, right. any of that stuff. Uh, sex toys like a lover's lane. You couldn't do it with. Which is funny because I I laugh because yeah, you, you can't do alcohol. Well, I think like. Especially like at BYU, they can't do alcohol, they can't do caffeine. Or I'm like, if you could get, if you're over 21, why can't you get a Bud Light commercial? You're over 21. I mean, yeah. And the schools are <clears throat> sponsored by beers, aren't they? Right. I so, mean, I believe they are. I don't. I don't necessarily know that offhand, but I know they. Some of them sell it, so it's like I've never understood why people act like, "Oh my God, beer." Oh, people are going to get drunk. Yeah, they do it every day. And you probably have a, you know, six-pack in your refrigerator right now. Yeah, in in the coach's office, there's probably one. But you're so right, though. It's just everybody, well, what about the players? They're going to get jealous. And my argument to them was I was like, think about what you're saying right now. Somebody's going to get jealous because somebody's going to make more money. Where you work, does somebody make more money than you? Yeah. Odds are yes. Are you jealous? Probably. You may sit I mean, there and say, "Why well, he doesn't do anything or she, I do more work than her. But it affects the life. But you know what you still get up and do? Go to work. Exactly. And if you're going to be jealous, aren't you going to be jealous because this person can hit a baseball further than I can? Aren't you going to be jealous this guy can jump higher than I can? This person can run faster than I can? And, and if you're level-headed, <clears throat> you can look at it all and be like, oh, it, it makes sense. That's Trevor right. Lawrence. He's the number one pick. Me, I'm you know the fourth-string long snapper. Probably don't have as big right. market ability. Here's what I would do. Simply, if, if I'm Trevor Lawrence and sitting like, hey, can you get me in one of these deals? Exactly. Instead of, oh, I'm jealous. Trevor Lawrence is making commercials. I'm not going to speak to him in the locker room. That's the dumbest thing ever. That's from the people who want to keep college football amateur and pure. It, they ain't nothing pure about it. College sports is so dirty. I wasn't even going to talk about this, but – it, it's you're seeing what's going on at at LSU, not LSU, but at, at Kansas, and and, and oh, all you, the the less miles stuff. Yeah, and, less miles stuff, and you got a player saying, "Hey, you know, basically, you got robbed by some teammates and tried to tell LSU less. I mean, uh, can't, I keep saying LSU because he's bad. Kansas and, and less miles. What happened? And he got paid to keep it hush hush so we don't want this out there and kansas is a dog crap god awful team but they're doing it they're keeping things quiet every college program is dirty there you go yes well yeah because they're ran by people and people aren't perfect and people do weird everybody thinks but not my school my school wouldn't do that and you see Somewhere within your collegiate program at your school, dirt is happening. There's no way you can have roughly 200 people around one thing, and there's not a bad seat in there somewhere. It's why you're seeing people go over backwards to to actually do nothing and – at Michigan, over the Dr. Anderson thing. No, it, it didn't. It, it went from it, it's either it didn't happen or it was a long time ago. But stop talking about this. Stop bringing in this fact up. Like, okay, we'll show the, only this old picture. It's like every place has done some dirt. And it, it just amazes me how people just buy in, but not my program, not my favorite school. They don't act like that school down the road. Yeah, they do. 
You haven't been caught yet. That's all I got to say. And the only thing people care about college athletics, let's be honest, is what happens between those lines. Do you win? They don't care what happens after the game. They don't care what happens before the game. Mm. Do you think fans really care? Did um, Johnny do good on his math test this week? No, we do, we don't care. Is Johnny eligible to play in this game? That's all we care about. What, 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 coach, at, you want to see a coach get fired? Why did Johnny fail his test? And it's, you know what? I'm blaming the tutors. I'm blaming the the professor. I'm blaming everybody else but Johnny. Because Johnny should have been playing in the big game. We needed Johnny in the game against A&M to beat them, and we lost. All because you eggheads wouldn't pass him on this test. It's so crazy to me because no morals when the game's being played. None. None. If you got a player that stomps on somebody, as long as they're on your team, they're your hero. But the moment those games aren't being played, we have this moral high ground where everything has to be good, where we all have crap in our closets. Dude, you know what I mean? I, all of us. I, I love the high road, and, and and I can think of two examples in the city of Detroit right now. One was just Miguel Cabrera. Miguel hmm. Cabrera, I mean, he's cleaned his act up, but for a while he was a bad dude. And, you know, you had uh, domestic violence. You had, you know, alcoholism. DUIs, threatening to blow up a bar. And no one said anything. You, you got because you know, he was winning a triple crown. You got Nobody the cared. manager, A.J. Hinch. He's part of the whole Astros thing. Don't care because he's our guy now. He's one of the few that got suspended for it. Not only for yeah. a short amount of time, but an entire year. Right. If you're deemed our guy, we'll look past your indiscretions. Absolutely. And that's just how it's always mm-hmm. going to be. Right. Always. I'm sure back when Barry Bonds was knocking home runs into uh, the Bay, the Giants fans didn't care. I didn't care because I was watching that as a kid. Like, this is amazing. I didn't care about Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa. To this day, I don't care about it because it was the most entertaining baseball I have ever watched in my life. Right. And if everybody's doing it, then so be it. Well, you know, it's the game's pure. Baseball ain't pure. It never has been. People, Ever. people really want to believe that every their favorite sport, their favorite team is pure and innocent. Well, and I'm I'm here to tell you it ain't. There's dirt that goes on because it's a game everywhere. You want to know why? Because it, it's a game, and people every, will cheat right. in every game from you, Monopoly to Major League Baseball. Right. And what it what's it's called is you push the envelope. You yes. step into the gray area, folks. That's cheating. Well, I mean, there's been players like Adante Stallworth who hits a man. He's back on the playing field. Ray Lewis knows who killed a man. Super Bowl. He's a Hall of Famer. He was on the cover of video games. He was in the limo when a man died. Okay? Uh, Michael Vick had had a dog fighting ring. But you know what? Eagles fans sure loved him when he got to town. He had talent. And we can find a spot for you. So I know we're, 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 we're going off on a tangent. But when it comes to name, image, and likeness, it's going to change the game. It's not going away. But it's it's not the devil that people have made it out to be. It's rinky-dink people, at the end of the day. Some people – so you're upset because an athlete made some money. I, I, I fail to see why some people are just so angry. Okay, so a guy just made some money. Or these women made some money. What's what's it got to do with you? Nothing, and it's not taking money. Wait, out of were your you a pocket. big Fresno State basketball fan before this? No. Also, like the big corporations, which we've talked about, they're still going for your pro athlete. 
They're still and, going for the jersey but, you can buy. Well, what about the the, the, re- high, the highly re- you know the recruit coming out, highly ranked recruit oh, good coming for out? Like, you know what? If unless it's Zion again, small businesses became rich by making smart decisions. If I own a car dealership, I'm not about to start floating out million dollar deals for some kid out of high school. No, because I thought he's going to be great. Because you know what's going to happen. I'm gonna be out of business. I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to sell my dealership because I bankrolled five kids, five five star kids who were coming to the school, and they were all bust. And like the people that think like Chevy and Ford are gonna come knocking on their door, you know whose door they're knocking on is the schools, right. not the kids. They're bigger. Than Chevy that. and Ford will knock on that one player, that special player. Well, college sports every ten years. College, I was about to say college sports does not have that special player. You had Zion, you had Trevor. That's that, it, right? But right now, give me that can't miss guy. There isn't one. There's not. Not not generational players are don't come around that often. I mean, what you hear about this year is like Spencer Rattler, and it's like There's, right, Spencer right. Rattler. Okay, he's, he's got right. his little logo, but. Spencer Rattler's not like, But I'm oh trying my to God. think of, like, what is the big college star this year? There, and there there's not one. one that just, like, is staring us in the face. They had such a great freshman and sophomore year that we're like, we need to see it. Even incoming freshmen, there's not one that's mm-hmm. like, holy crap. Like, remember when, um, like when Maurice Claret went to Ohio State? He's starting as a true freshman, which was very odd at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's running for 200-some-odd yards a game. Like, that kid is somebody that would have benefited locally within Columbus. Right. But so that's still, what, maybe make 10K a year? Maybe? So, yeah, and, and that's why I keep telling people, like, oh, they're going to be beside him. They're going to hand him checks for millions of dollars. Like, nobody's handing anybody a check for millions of dollars. The best, the best chance there was, business. was Rocket Watts with Rocket Mortgage. Right. That was the best chance. But at the end of the day, these businesses are going to know they don't have to pay them a ton because right. nobody is. Right, and I think uh, Spencer Rattler's biggest deal so far is raising Kane's chicken, which, it, is, which is good chicken, by the way. What, sure. What but is, that, yeah. But that's what you're going to see. You're going to see the Cracker Barrels of the world feeding players. All right, and part of it is probably, and, yeah, I'm going to give you an unlimited card that you can go in my and buy as much as you want for free, and we'll also pay you – We'll give you, you know, a thousand bucks every time you talk about this, or a thousand bucks a month, you know. You but you gotta, you gotta put this on social media five times each month, and you get a five thousand bucks plus a card. You know, the Raising Cane's black card that yeah. you could just walk front in there. of the line. We got it for you. Yeah, no matter what you order, it's free. I'm I'm curious to see at the podium. If players are going to be wearing brands, no, or is it only school when it's, it's school? It's only school. Uh, once again, this was explained to me. When you're at a game, when you're and during a game, when you're at an, a, a sanctioned or a sponsored athletic event, it's the athletic gear. So if you sign some deal, you're, you're Zion, and you sign an Adidas deal, you're wearing Nikes on the court. Okay. It's kind of like when the USA Olympic team and Jordan had to wear <laughs> Uh, Reebok, Reebok, and that wasn't going to happen, right? But it's it's one of those things. Probably, it, somebody's going to come up with a way around it. So if I'm a sponsor, maybe I come up with a towel similar to how Jordan drafted. In, I or come up a with a wristband towel. or a headband or yes, something like that. A towel with my logo on it, or as you say, a wristband or something that's visibly seen that you could probably get away with once, 
But then they're going to crack down and say, son, you can't wear that towel yeah, to the podium it's anymore. It's not going to be like the NFL where, like, I, I know, like, Matthew Stafford, if he's not wearing, like, a lion's hat, I guess you can't wear a hat at the podium. He talked about it before where he would get fined for his hat. Mm-hmm. They can't find college kids, you know what I mean? Right. But they can sure talk to them. Right. But what are you going to find them? You know what I mean? So it would only be the school that's pissed off. So yeah. So, but if the kids that good, how pissed off are they going to be? You know what I mean? Right. But at this point, you know, I'm I'm quite sure there's probably something set up saying if you break this rule, then maybe you got to pay a fine from whatever you make. Okay. Well, nope. well that is a good. You know what? You made a thousand dollars off of that. Hundred bucks. Ten percent. Uh, yeah. Fifty. Uh, Fifty. Uh, Five hundred bucks coming yeah. to us. You want to keep doing that? It's going to keep going up and up and up. So. Uh, but no, that, that you, but you can't do anything on the court. Like you can't if everybody's drinking Gatorade, you can't break out the body armor. Yeah, and you probably can't lift up your football jersey to show a shirt underneath or something like that either. So no, you probably can't. But now, once again, maybe you have a headband on and you take off your helmet after you score, and there's a Raising Cane's headband. Right. As you're running around, you're and guess sweet. what happens? You know, the still photographers get the photos, the video is on there, and for the rest of history, your spot that that photo, I mean, imagine if I don't know, you know like that Mateen photo that's famous on the newspaper for when they won the national title. If right. he had like um you know, a uh, blockbuster video headband on. Right. <laughs> That's what you would see forever. Forever. Blockbuster video, Would you would think about that photo. So. And now kids would be like, what's blockbuster video? Right. What is that? <laughs> well, I'll take you down to Radio Shack and we can talk about it. <laughs> and if they're closed, we'll go to Circuit City. Uh, and then we're going to stop by Kmart <laughs> on the way. <laughs> right. But uh, also, something else that happened, uh, I guess good for the Big Ten, really good for Michigan. But I don't think people realize how close Hunter Dickinson comes back for the Wolverines. Michigan's probably going to be a consensus top five program. Absolutely. With him coming back. Now, it was close, and it was a lot closer than people think. He he took to the final minute of the final day to decide he was coming back to Michigan. He was He was waiting for his phone to ring from any NBA executive, scout, whoever, and say, I think you're a first-round pick. If they said that, he's gone. Now, it's good that he's coming back to Michigan. There's potentially two problems, and this is going to be on Jawan Howard. He's going to have to squash these immediately. One, you got to make sure that Hunter is has two feet in Ann Arbor and not one foot in Ann Arbor and one foot in the league. Meaning, is he all about himself, or is he going to buy into the team? Is he going to pout if you sit him and he's not out there playing? Because this was a time in a key game and a key moment I should be on the court, and instead you put Musa Diamante out there. Why am I not playing out there? So can he buy back into the team? Can he buy back into the program? Because I've seen that ruin a lot of teams and players who didn't want to be there but were kind of forced to go back. And they're not, you know, they're not listening to their coach. They're listening to, you know, their pseudo agents. Or you need to work on this. You need to do. I know coach is ruining you doing this, but you need to work on that. You need to shoot this shot to prove to the pros that you're ready. The other thing too is Juwan Howard's going to have to figure out how to manage that roster because his roster is loaded. If you get it right, you do what like teams like Kentucky and Duke can do. 
but I would say more so Kentucky because Duke, for as many All-Americans as they get, Coach K runs a short roster. Oh, yeah, you'll see a lot sitting at the end of the match. You only see seven to eight people in rotation unless it's a blowout game. But Kentucky, Calipari, I think, is the best. When he gets it right, he's able to get all those lottery picks happy because he's sitting there knowing that on a team of 13 – Probably 11 of these guys are going to be in the NBA someday. How do I keep everybody happy? And now how do you keep everybody happy with the transfer portal? Mm -hmm. That's going to be Juwan Howard's job this year because Michigan's stacked with talent. They're bringing in the number one class with six people in that class. And now you have the, uh, I think, uh, uh, I think it's Devontae Moore, the point guard that transferred in. He transferred in. Hunter Dickinson's coming back. You know, Eli Brooks is coming back. Where do you find the time, and how do you keep that rotation going that everybody is happy? Well, and then they have their transfer point guard, right? No, yeah. and then well, that's what they're hoping with Coastal Carolina, and and you yeah, got, he he opted out of the NBA and yeah. said I'm coming to Michigan. And then there's you know, Terrence Williams, who's going to be looking to play a role, who right. played a little bit there for Michigan, especially at the end of the year. And Brandon Johns, that's another kid right. who's. What a junior now! I think he's a super senior, and he's going to want playing time, and yeah. and and he deserves it based off what he did last year. But when you bring in the number one class, these guys, I think two of them, uh, uh, Houston Chastain, he played for the Canadian team, the under nineteen Canadian team that came and got the bronze. He's talked about as a lottery pick for next year. He ain't coming to Michigan. To be a role player. Not at all. You know, he, he ain't trying to be the Zach Randolph back in the day when he came to Michigan State and Izzo said that was one of the biggest mistakes of his life. He was like, I didn't think he was going to leave that quickly. He didn't play Zach Randolph. You know, Musa Diamante, once again, ain't coming to Michigan to just sit there on the bench. So when you bring in the number one class and you already have a team that won the Big Ten and you bring all that talent together, Juwan Howard's going to earn his money this year. Because he's going to have to manage and make everybody happy. Because if not, with the transfer portal sitting right there like the bat phone, I can just pick up this phone. I can go play somewhere else. Yeah, and, I mean, it's a great problem to have, actually, having too much talent on your team. So what what are they missing? They're missing Franz isn't coming back. Isaiah Livers isn't coming back. Mike Smith isn't coming back. So they are missing – quite a bit with those three being they, out. I mean, right. Mike Smith really drove that team. If it wasn't for him, they don't get as far as they were. Right. They lost three, but they gained seven. Yeah. And, I mean, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to also be interesting to see where Hunter develops. He needs to develop his right hand, which we saw at the end of the year was a big problem for him because teams knew where to defend right. him. He was going over that, over that same shoulder every single time. And he's got to develop a shot, right? To play mm-hmm. in the NBA, I know it's, it's so silly to even say this, but you have to be able to shoot the ball very, very, very well in well, today's game. To play it, in the NBA, you, you have to do one thing well. You have to do one thing. Yeah, better than everybody yes. else, whether it's it's dribble, pass, rebound, block, yep. defend. Yep. Where he does all of that pretty well, but you're, you're right. Is it good enough to be a difference maker, to be a – uh, a first-round pick. I mean, the most telling thing that we're going to see this year in the draft is Luca Garza and where he goes. If that's a He's guy not. that falls to the end of the second round, he won't get drafted. Then it's not looking good for Hunter Dickinson. He's never going to be Luca Garza. Hunter, 
and and you also got to remember Hunter is old. He's an old freshman. He was a twenty year old freshman. So there's an expiration date when it comes to the NBA. What? If you if you're over twenty, chances are they're starting to look at you like you've peaked, and I don't know if we want you. That's why he he tried his damnedest to get somebody to bite. He didn't want to come back. So now can Juwan Howard get him fully back in, both feet in Ann Arbor, not looking to the league, and give Michigan their all? And with that such a talented roster, can he keep everybody, including Hunter Dickinson, happy? Did Juwan come out after his freshman year? No. Okay, so they both stayed. At, so at least Juwan he can, came out after year three. Okay, so he can at least talk to him about right. his experience, and and you know he flourished in the NBA. He had a very very right. good career. And I mean, when he was with the Bullets, right, he was but, a but that's top just young it. player. But, one, of, one of Michigan's top recruits kind of plays the same position as Hunter Dickinson. Now you could play both on the court at the same time, but once again, you got to come up with a rotation, or you're going to have to sit some people down next year and say, okay, Evan. You're not going to play as much this year, but you're going to be a key part of this team in future years. But for this year, you're, you're, you'll probably average five minutes a game. And I need you to be okay with this. Well, you almost got to think that they're both going to play a lot. Hunter was a foul machine at the end of the year with his illegal screens. And right. I mean, just get that set and you're fine. But you got to imagine the young kid, he's going to commit a lot of fouls. It's all pick and roll now. So that, but that's just it. You're going to have to make sure. That people know. <laughs> it is a good problem to have, though. It really so, is. Uh, Juwan's going to earn his money because Michigan's well, going to be the hunted, not the hunters. Absolutely. Everybody's is... coming after them in the Big Ten. I think they're favored to win the Big Ten, followed by Purdue, who brought back a uh, big um, uh, kid from here. Yeah. I'm I can't to, even think I'm of his name. Travion Williams. Yes. I was about to call him Caleb Swanigan. No, 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 no. Same difference. No, Tra- no, Tra- <laughs> no Travion, big Travion is good. Uh, he came back, uh, Jay Nivey's back, and probably, I think, Jay Nivey may be going to be the player of the year in the Big Ten right now. He He's that difference maker, kind of like I used to say Ayo Dusumu was yep. last year. Like, you just want him on your team because if not, he's going to bury you. But, yeah, Michigan-Purdue probably won two, and then after that you're looking at Ohio State because a couple guys didn't come back. Uh, Dwayne Washington Washington didn't come back. Ohio State and Michigan State are probably in Tier 2. But Michigan and Purdue, if if you would put money on either one of those, I think it would be a safe bet. Now, what's it like to be the hunted? That's what Jawan Howard and Michigan is going to have to find out. It's what Tom Izzo is every year. Because you know what? when you're hunted, what happens? You get the best game from everybody. You don't just get to sneak up and pass somebody. No, no, no. That's when everybody's looking, saying, if we can knock off this team, we can make a name for ourselves. So there's a difference. It's why, like, at Michigan State, you would always see some kid having a career game. Like, yeah, he normally only averages six points a game, but tonight he scored 35. Yeah, that's that's why. Northwestern. Yeah. But you are going to see, I mean – Juwan has done a pretty damn good job on the floor coaching. It's now coaching off the floor. It's maintaining egos. It's doing all of that. And, and I mean, so far he's passed every single test. So to doubt him I think would be a little silly, even though I want to see him utterly fail. But he, he, he he's done he's, it all, man. He's going to earn it this year because he's amassed a lot of talent in Ann Arbor. Now what do you do when you have all of that talent? Because I've we've seen it at Kentucky. 
when Calipari has bad years, he's got NBA players. He's just not winning. I mean, like last year, they were horrible. Well, think about Johnny Juzang, who was everything for UCLA and couldn't even get on the floor at Kentucky. Right. So it, it's one of those things that sometimes you could have a ton of talent, but it doesn't translate to wins. I want to see how he manages everything. And because, like I said, he, he's going to have the bullseye on his back this upcoming season. It's going to so. be fun. All right, what you got for me? All right, I'm going to take you back to your college days. Young Rico Beard is playing ball, probably intramural. I don't know. What sponsor would you have wanted? What would you have gone after? Oh, man. Is there something in your college days that whether it's a certain food you ate all the time or – Probably. Harmony House? I don't know. I was going to say probably like Papa John's Pizza. Pizza would be great. That would be an awesome sponsorship. A pizza sponsorship or, you know, like some type of uh, sandwich sponsorship. Like oh. if I got Jersey Giant sponsorship, they literally can. If they gave me a Jersey Giant black card and said you can have up to a sub a day for free, okay, I'm done. No. I'm in. Oh, I get money on top of that, too? <laughs> okay, fine. But, yeah, if they gave me a $20 allowance every day that I could walk in there and order $20 worth of food when I was playing, oh, man, absolutely. I would have been there. But, yeah, probably because you're a college student, so, yeah, probably some type of restaurant. or, or here, Here's one for you, kids. I would have tried to got a Ponderosa Ooh. endorsement. I mean, Ponderosa was good. I mean, a it, college it was kid, the it was old. Solid. It's basically a, a Golden Corral, is what it was. No, it was. Don't don't you dare insult <laughs> Ponderosa. Golden Corral, but it was a buffet style type deal. It was it was a steakhouse buffet style. Yes. So I've been to them. Yeah, it it was not Golden Corral. <laughs> okay, it didn't look like you were sitting in a church basement. Cause that's Golden Corral, like fo- like the brown folding chairs, like and you like you literally in a church basement having a meal. No, this was actually a restaurant, but yeah, they had the sa- the gigantic salad bar. Oh yeah, that was actually and before that was our the little secret that we had whenever we would go to Cedar Point. Two things most people didn't know when you parked at Cedar Point, they ne- they never read the parking pass. It allows you to leave and come back one time. Yeah. So what we would do. Like groups of us would go there, ride the rides, and then at the time it's like it's hot. We'd hop in the car, leave, drive about five miles to a Ponderosa in Sandusky. Instead of paying for ridiculous carnival food, we'd go eat there, we cool off in the AC, and then like an hour or so later, you know, get drinks to go, fill it up, and we'd go back to the park. And when you go back to the park, Everybody that got there at like 6 in the morning are now tired and gone. So now you're parking at the very front of the park. Oh, yeah. And, and it less was the, people. It was the greatest racket. We did it all the time. That was, it, that, that was the thing. We would leave, go to Ponderosa, come back, park, and then we'd ride the rides at the end of the night when everybody's gone. So now you're able, like a couple times, they would just say, you know what? You guys want to ride this again? Just stay on the ride. Just stay on. You wow. even have. To, you don't have to. Now, occasionally, you had a few dicks who'd be like, "No, you can't." So we would literally <laughs> get off the ride, run around the little habit trail yeah. to get right back on. But and I'm like, okay, well, we'll be right back. And then there we are scrambling. But a lot of times, they would be, if there was no line, he's like, "You want to ride this again? Go ahead. 
Let's ride it again. So oh, the good old days. That was the Cedar Point scam that we had with Ponderosa. So, yeah. So, all right. Uh, Evan, thanks for all you do. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to the Five Star Zone.